Life in the Now Radio. I'm your host, Nikki Collins. Happy Monday. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We're so excited about what God is doing in this season, and we're also being prepared for what's to come in the new year. I have an awesome show prepared for you guys today. Have an awesome guest, a powerful guest in the studio with us on today. But El Michelle, what do you want to just share with the people before we get into this amazing broadcast? I'm telling you, it's just a great season. This is, I can feel the energy from oh, you. Yeah. I can feel how festive it is. And I'm just, I'm excited. It's like, you know, you can tell yes. something's in the air. Mm -hmm. No matter what you see, this is the time to get excited. This is the time. Yeah. And there's nothing like hearing God, even, you know, throughout everything that's going on, people are shopping, it's holiday season and all this stuff, but God is still speaking. And so we need to be prepared for what's to come, what God is saying so that we can conquer in this new year. A lot of people are wrapping up this year, yeah. um, trying to, uh, well, some of them are scuffling, <laughs> trying to make sure we wrap up the year and really um, be great at it. We want to win. I, I learned this. I learned this a long time ago. You can still win in overtime because, oh. look, God is always working. So it seems like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to do it this year because, you know, we only have a few days before Christmas or, you know, the new year is almost here. But you know what? God, you can still win in overtime. God is still working. That's why you can't get caught up in the hype of buying gifts and doing all this stuff. Make sure you know the real reason behind Christmas. So, you know, I'm excited about that, Elle. So that's what I'm excited about. It's a lifestyle. A lifestyle. It's a 365 Every day, every yes, day. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, L, we, we have an amazing guest here with us today. I'm excited about him, and I'm excited about what God is doing in his ministry. I want to welcome to the Life in the Now broadcast, Apostle Kevin Miffield. I want to make sure I get his name right. <laughs> Apostle Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I am so happy to be here, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. everybody. It's, uh, it's a great time. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. You just bless my soul talking wow. about how it's definitely possible to win in overtime. I'm praying mm -hmm. that everybody that's listening is prepared to finish 2019 strong. You know, we're mm. ending a decade, and it's important uh, how we enter into 2020. Oh, my God. Because how you enter into a thing mm -hmm. determines how you're going to exit a thing. Oh so if my we go God. in strong, we're going to come out strong. Oh, Apostle. Oh, my God. I feel it all the way through, like to the bone, what you just said, because it is so true. And that's why we want to make sure that we're prepared yeah. for the new to enter into this new year. Apostle, can you just share a little bit about your ministry and, you know, just, just, just for about two, just a minute. And then we can just go right into this word that you have for us. Well, my name is Kevin, uh, mm -hmm. Kevin Millfield. I actually grew up in this area. I graduated from over really? in Jefferson County, got on a bus when I was 17 years old, joined the wow. Marine Corps, 
And 30 years later, I find myself back here pastoring a church in Havana. Amazing. So uh, I'm the pastor of New Hope Christian Center in Havana, mm -hmm. right next door to the Christmas tree farm. Mm -hmm. And um, been there for almost a year. Okay. I uh, previously pastored a church in uh, the Virginia area for about 17 years, pastored in South Africa for wow. a couple years, pastored mm -hmm. in Brooklyn, New York. So I've, mm -hmm. I've been just running here, there, and everywhere. But I'm happy to be home. I'm happy to be in this area. Happy to connect with you because yes. we've been connected for years, but we just have. on, uh, so on social, social media. media. Yeah. Right. And so um, when I got here, you mm -hmm. were one of the places that I wanted to look mm -hmm. up. I've been in this house. Uh, of worship your church wow. here in the area yes. and uh, see what God is doing. I'm just excited yes. about this region and I'm excited about this season that we're about to step into because I believe mm -hmm. uh, this Big Bend region and right. this uh, panhandle, the capital city, mm -hmm. is going to lead in the transformation of this state spiritually. I really oh, believe it. Uh, we are a sleeping giant. Oh. That's amazing. Apostle, we're so ha we're, we're excited to have you here. And I know when the apostles enter into the city that God is, pre he's preparing us for something. He's preparing us for something. So what you just said is, is, is very monumental. And we need to listen and we need to be able to hear God like never before in this season. And how can you hear without a preacher? A lot of people have, we're, we're not, you know, there's a lot of people that are not in church anymore. And, you know, that's kind of, I understand. I, I get it. I get it. I get it, Apostle. That's why this radio broadcast is so, it's so very important to me and all of the other outlets, even social media, because when it's used for greater, when it's used for positiveness, you know, that that is what the apostolic is all about, you know. So I'm, I'm excited to connect with you and excited to hear what God has to say through you. So, let's, hey, what is it that, that you're hearing in this season for us going into this, this new year, ending this decade? Well, you know, the, the interesting thing is I'm hearing actually a lot. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm having to do is say, okay, God, what is live and what is Memorex? Oh, what is really you and what is just rhetoric? Come on. Uh, because, you know, I hear everybody talking about 2020 being mm -hmm. a year of vision, being a year of focus, being a year of perfection being a year of, of forecast and mm -hmm, outlook and things mm -hmm. like that and while I think that's a good preaching point and I right. think that you know we have a rhyme for every you know it's gonna be great right, in 2008 we're right. heaven in 2011 we got the 12 we was in trouble because uh -huh. we couldn't rhyme nothing with it <laughs> right uh, so in 2020 a year of plenty and you know we hear all these uh -huh. things like that me personally I'm not hearing anything about focus and vision right. and those kinds of things mm -hmm. and, and the reason why I think that's important for us to understand is because there's really nothing um, prophetic in nature about that we should already know nobody should have to prophesy Come to us that now. we need a vision that's right uh, the Bible already gave us that. so right. um, while I think we are going to use those kind of fundamental building mm -hmm. blocks and preaching and alignment and rightfully so we should do that mm -hmm. i think there is something much much deeper that god is uh saying to to me individually right. this is just where where kevin is mm -hmm. and probably for the last several months i've just been hearing the word reformation and mm -hmm. the the need of a true reformation of how we do true church how we structure ministry and the, the Reformation, I believe, is really more of a return oh, uh, to the founding principles that, that are in the Word of God mm -hmm. than just trying to do a new thing necessarily. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, with that, I will say, the moment I started hearing about Reformation, 
Mm. All of a sudden, I, I, God began to really speak to me about new wine mm. and a pouring out of new wine in this coming year for uh, the decade. Now, we believe that um, Jesus is the kind of uh, miracle worker mm -hmm. that saves the best wine for last. Mm. Uh, when he turned the water into wine, the governor of the feast came and said, you know, usually what happens is after men have well drunk, then they bring out the, the wine that's not so good quality because nobody can tell the, the difference the because wine. they're already lit, uh -huh. you know. But <laughs> you on. waited until the end and you saved the best for last. Mm -hmm. And if we are, we are really approaching the, the last days mm -hmm. of uh, fussing and fighting mm. and... Um, all kinds of nonsense that we have built uh, fences and walls around our lives on, we are seeing the last days of things like denominations yes. and things like structures that have limited our expression. And so yes. um, I'm not saying that Jesus is going to come in 2020. Mm -hmm. I'm saying he's already here. He's already here. Yes. You know, and yes. the, the reality is mm -hmm. with the idea of new wine, when I started hearing that, mm -hmm. I started getting excited mm. but then i heard god say you, you've got to give me a new wine skin uh, oh, wow. so wow wow then you get into the place where it's like okay it's not just that god's going to be busy pouring his spirit out uh, you know all over us right. and it us not having anything to uh contain, contain it, it to be able mm -hmm. to hold it mm -hmm. so we've got to have a new wine skin in other words we've got to build a new wine skin yes and for what God is wanting to do in our lives in 2020 and that coming decade, mm. I believe he's asking many of us to uh, really allow the Spirit of the Lord, uh, in according with Romans, to come in and renovate, to renew us, uh, to deconstruct everything yes. that we build ourselves on and build for him a brand new wineskin so that he can pour the wine in. Wow. Apostle. You have already, you, you've hit like five different things. Like I, I'm sitting here and I'm hearing you and it's definitely confirmation because can I just say it? I want to just say it the way I feel it. It feels so funny. I'm going to use that word funny. When you're, when God is breaking away some stuff that you've been so used to, tradition, religion and you you feel like you're out of order like what is going on and you start fighting and trying to get in line and lord have you left me and you you're asking god all these questions but listening to you it sounds to me that the lord is doing a renovation on the inside of us for what we thought that was right what we felt it made it made us feel good but wasn't necessarily god even though it was very traditional, very religious, and it looked just like it's supposed to be God. But, you know, he wants to do a new thing. Yeah. Oh, God, this is you powerful. Thing, I tell people all the time, the only difference between good wow. and God is one O. But, oh, what a difference. Oh, wow. And when, when I started to look at this thing, Isaiah, which is mm. probably the most mm -hmm. prophetically accurate book mm. as it relates to the gospels and even the government of the church mm -hmm. isaiah said that the new wine is found in the cluster he said do not destroy the cluster because there's a blessing that's found in it and the blessing is the new wine mm. and so when we look at this um from 
through the lens of the prophetic and through what, what Isaiah is saying, mm -hmm. he's giving us a picture of a cluster of grapes, and he says, it's going to take more than one grape to get new wine. Oh, my God. It's going to take team ministry. It's mm -hmm. going to take us fellowshipping together. It's going to take us coming in yes. unity together. It's going to take what Jesus uh, began to institute when he mm -hmm. began to speak even to his disciples, and then uh, really through the ministry of the Apostle Paul, where Paul comes in and says, look, the church is built on the foundation of the apostles yes. and the prophets, with mm -hmm. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Mm -hmm. And so we see there a cluster concept. We've got Christ as a cornerstone. Yes. We've got apostolic ministry yes. working with prophetic ministry yes. at the same time, both being accurately aligned mm -hmm. to the cornerstone of Christ and building the church. Then he says in Ephesians chapter 4, he gave some to you apostles, prophets, mm -hmm. pastors, teachers, and evangelists for the perfecting of the saints so that the saints can be edified and equipped they can do the work of the ministry till we all come into the unity of the faith mm. and and Nikki one of the things I think God is really saying to mm -hmm. us is that in this new wineskin mm -hmm. we've got to have full functioning fivefold oh, ministry yes. in every single household of faith yes. we've got to have a grace to teach we've got to have yes. the ability to prophesy we've got to have apostolic order and structure yes. and government we've got to have evangelistic outreach Ooh. we've got to have pastoral care yes. and you know guidance and all those things mm -hmm. it's going to take the fullness of the fivefold function working together to create the wine skin mm. and then once we get the wine skin mm -hmm. he's going to pour out new wine new wine oh god that's powerful now, this is what i like about the new wine if you remember on the day of pentecost mm -hmm. you know um Acts chapter 2, it begins to say, uh, you know, they were sitting there. They've been praying. They're uh -huh. down to about 120 people, and they've been waiting for the promise, mm -hmm. you know, of the coming of the, the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, one that's yes. just like Jesus, you know. And they're sitting there, and they're praying, and then the Bible says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty yes. wind filled the whole house mm -hmm. where they're sitting. Cloven tongues of fire began to sit yes. upon them. They began to speak and prophesy and speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gave them mm -hmm. utterance. Well, one of the things that happened in directly as a result of the coming of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. was that everybody in the room started looking around and said, what is going on? Right. How is it that every one of us mm -hmm. here in our own language? Because Acts 2 had already told us that there were devout men dwelling at Jerusalem from every nation under the sun. So we then have a group of people sitting in this room mm. who are, who can pray together, but they can't communicate. Oh, God. And and I oh. find this in church uh, so crazy wow. because we are literally in a season where we come in and we pray with people pray that with we people can't, can't even can't talk even, to. Oh, my God. And Apostle, if we do talk to them, they don't get it. They don't get it. <laughs> my God. And that's what's going on. So when the Holy Spirit uh -huh. comes, they're like, this is crazy mm. because how am I hearing all of this preaching, prophesying, declaring in my own language are not all of these that speak Galileans. Mm. So a supernatural transformation comes in that moment that completely reverses the curse of the Tower of Babel. Everything that happened at Babel to divide us mm -hmm. is restored on the mm -hmm. day of Pentecost and brought yes. us back together, right? And so when they come stumbling out of that experience, mm. People that were looking in observation mm -hmm. said this. They said, these guys are drunk on new wine. Mm. And how is it that they're drunk on new wine 
seeing as it's only the third hour, the, it's only about 9 o'clock right. in the morning. Why are these guys drunk? And they said, oh, they had new wine. Mm -hmm. Because the principle or the concept of the new wine is mm -hmm. it's unpredictable. And what they were saying is if these guys mm -hmm. were drinking what they had always been drinking, they would have known to pace themselves. Ooh. In other words, they knew how strong it was. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that back in the day, they knew if they was out somewhere, they knew uh -huh. what their limits were. Uh -huh. And what they were saying is that the new wine, because it had not been vetted, mm. it has never been tested, mm -hmm. it had never been tried, it's unpredictable. Mm. So they didn't know no. how powerful it was. My God. They didn't know how potent it was. They didn't know how strong it mm. was. And I'm saying that I really believe that 2020, and this is going to uh -huh. sound strange because we're sitting here talking about, you know, a prophetic forecast mm -hmm. for the year. Mm -hmm. Prophetically, I believe what God is saying is that this is going to be a year that is unpredictable. Yes, Lord. Which wow. sounds like a contradiction because to prophesy is to predict. Yes. But if we look at this thing and we, we really open ourselves and say, God, I'm tired of drinking the same old wine. Uh -huh. I'm tired of being able to manage your power. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of being able to know what my limits are with mm -hmm. you. I want with reckless abandon to have my hands lifted, my heart open, ready to roll yes. wherever you say go, do whatever you say to do. Um, and I'm ready to be filled with a new wine because I need something to happen in my life mm. uh, that is unpredictable mm -hmm. and that is unprecedented, yes. that I've never experienced before because I've got a taste of your goodness, your grace, mm. and your mercy teach apostle because this thing is so powerful jesus you know the um oh gosh the new wine comes to mm. um new wine skins only when jesus taught in the parable he wine said you know, he started talking about you can't go and sew a new patch onto yes. an old garment mm -hmm. because the new is Which going to destroy the old, the old. In other words, the old is not strong enough. Oh. It can't manage. It can't. It's not built to last. So you can't try to just superimpose right. a little bit of new. And I like this thing because he's not trying to put new patches right. on, on old garments. I, right. I love it. He wants to give us new, new. garments, completely Com new. Ooh. And the church, as we know it, mm -hmm. we are addicted to our yes, old garments. we are. We are addicted we are. to, you know, we ush the same way we've uh -huh. always ushered. Mm -hmm. We pray the same way we've mm -hmm. always prayed. Mm -hmm. I came up in the kind of church where I would see, you know, a grandmother, mm. a mother, and a daughter all have the same tongue, the same dance. When they was like, you would hear, they would sound exactly <laughs> the same. I'm like, okay, what? that's learned. Uh -huh. You know, you, you learn uh -huh. how to do exactly. all of that. And so in the seasons that we are finding ourselves in, I really wonder if we're ready for completely new. Because I'll see it happen in, in so many um, ministries mm -hmm. and so many just things in life mm -hmm. where we'll get a little new patch. Right. And we'll try to take that little new patch mm -hmm. and fix something that's broken mm -hmm. in an old system. Mm -hmm. And then we get frustrated oh, because Ooh. the new which we thought was going to come and be a blessing, mm -hmm. ends up tearing apart what we have what? been dependent on, what we were always comfortable with. And the church has been busy Thank sewing you. new patches onto old garments mm -hmm. for years. Mm -hmm. Then he says this, you can't put new wine 
into old wineskins. The old wineskins aren't flexible enough. In other words, they, they don't have the ability to grow, to expand, or to change. They're stuck. So anything that tries to um, get fermented mm -hmm. or become mm -hmm. spiritual mm -hmm. or transform or become powerful, mm -hmm. they can't contain it. Nope. And this is what he says. He says that the new wine will cause the old wineskin mm -hmm. to burst and the old wineskin will be destroyed. The new wine, even though it's spilled, is never destroyed. It's still Because powerful. when it's spilled, it's still alive mm -hmm. looking for a new wineskin yes. that it can be poured into. And I'm saying, you know, to the Father, help me be a new wineskin. Yes. I came up Pentecostal. Mm -hmm. I came up like old school Pentecostal. We was steadily. My daddy was a Pentecostal preacher. Wow. And he had two messages, heaven and hell. Uh -huh. And he was terrible at heaven, but he was awesome at hell. Yeah. I mean, so he could really <laughs> preach you into hell every week. I've yeah. been saved a million times. <laughs> we would have seven-day right. revivals. I get saved sometimes it, it, twice in right. one service. Because you get saved at the beginning, and then the preacher preaches like, I ain't even oh, saved. I ain't even saved. I need to go right back up there. You know? Yeah. Wow. So I, I'm saying, you know, God, I don't want to be so structured, mm -hmm. so traditional, that I think we got to come in and sing two fast songs, two slow songs, pray a prayer, have some commercials, take an offering, preach a message, mm -hmm. see if we can get the saints to shout, you know, run everybody to the altar, and they can get them home to do it. Oh, uh, next week again. Oh, I'm God. saying, God, I want something new. Yes, I want something Lord. fresh. I want yes. something that's authentically yes. sovereign, that's led by your spirit, yes. something that is unpredictable. Mm. That scares me. That is scary. But that's what I want. Yes. But you know what? When it, to be honest with you, people who are not in church, we can't say they're not saved. You know, we don't know that. But a lot of people who are not on the pulpit, who are not in the church every Sunday, they, some of them live their life like that. They just believe it's, it's unpredictable anyway. You know, they, they're looking at it from the other side, but that's the way they live their lives. With us, we say we trust God. Lord, we give it all over to you. We stand here and we, we, we surrender to you. But then again, we want to dictate how he do everything. How he come, when he come, when to shut it down, when to close, this, close it off. You know, like you said, with your two songs and your prayer and your, you know, all of that. When are we going to get to the place where we truly trust God like that? It is scary. And I know for me, there has been some things that have truly changed in my life. And, and, and I, I don't feel bad about it. I feel like, Lord, this is you. But it goes against everything that I have been taught. So it's a, it's a struggle internally. But this is the season where we're going to have to really walk by faith and not by sight. Literally. And I believe what you're saying is confirmation. That if we're going to trust God we're going to have to trust him for the unpredictable in order to get the new in order for us to be renewed in our spirit concerning the things of God because now there's there are too many there are too many people that are frustrated with the same old same old yeah I think people are really worn out here's the thing that that I, I hear a lot of people say 
they'll say, I love God, mm -hmm. but I hate church. Mm -hmm. We hear it all the time. You know, they'll say, you know, I've got a relationship with God mm -hmm. and I've got a, you know, Jesus is the Lord of my mm -hmm. life, but I'm just not into uh, man-made religions. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, they'll say things like um, all preachers want is money right. and things like that. And we don't spend nearly enough exactly. time. Exactly. We don't spend nearly enough time talking about money. Oh, my God. Because money's the biggest problem that the it church is. has, mm -hmm. and it's the least amount of focus that mm -hmm. we, we spend time on because we've, we've allowed that people to say, all you guys talk about is money. Right. And it's not even, not even close to the truth. Hmm. Um, but what we're seeing is a real need mm -hmm. to reinvent mm. um, the church. And the only way to do that, mm -hmm. I think, is to completely give it back to its rightful oh, owner. Oh, my God. That is so powerful. And I think we have a jealous Jesus on mm -hmm. our hands that wants his church back. Mm -hmm. And he's saying to us as leaders, give me my church. This is not your mm -hmm. church. This is not your denomination. This is not your thing. This is my church. Give it to me. Ooh trust me with it yes. let me make you an under shepherd you're yes. not the shepherd you're right. the under shepherd let me make you a servant leader mm -hmm. you know and and let me teach you mm. by my own spirit by my own heart by my mm. own way let me teach you how to serve in this church that belongs to, to me. me he's entrusted it to oh us and he's saying to us if you're faithful with what i give you uh-huh and if you manage it properly, mm. if you will uh, do what you're supposed to do, then I'm going to give you rulership that you could never imagine. I'm going to give you authority in arenas that you never imagined. Mm. And you, we're sitting here on a very interesting day. Mm -hmm. And I know that with um, radio programs and things like mm -hmm. that, you, you know, we don't always often want to put a time stamp on everything. Right, right. But we're getting, we're just days away from Christmas. Right. We're just days away from the turning of a new year, yes. new decade. And, and we're sitting here today on a day that we have a president in office that's been impeached. Wow. Oh, and, and we see division throughout every Everywhere. area of, of our life, more than I've seen in my lifetime. And, and you, like, like me, you grew up down here. We know what right. it's like to come up with strong racism oh, yeah. in this area right here, and it still exists. The residue of it is everywhere in this in the northern florida southern georgia it's everywhere and and i think that we sit up and we say well there's so many problems in our world but the church we're the ones that are responsible for this thing if we weren't so divided right. this nation wouldn't be so right. divided we need a new wine skin oh, pastor God. nikki we need a new wine skin so yes, much yes and i believe it and you're talking so good apostle this this is so powerful and i believe that the people need to hear not just in our area but people all over this this message right here is powerful so i hope you're ready to just take it everywhere are you are i'm you ready yeah I, really okay well this show oh my god we are at the end i mean we're out of time l michelle is giving us all types of cues and everything so i just want to thank you so much we're going to come back and do a, a another show we're going to do a part two to this because there's so much more that that i believe that you're, you're wanting to pour and god is giving you so again thank you so much for joining me my today honor. on the life in the now broadcast and to each and every one of you thank you so much for joining for tuning in to us on the Life in the Now broadcast and remember to live your life in the now. New Year's Eve 2020. We want you to join us 
Tuesday, December 31st, 10 p.m., Higher Dimension Church, Tallahassee. I'm telling you, you want to come on out. 10 p.m., location 2555 North Monroe Street in Tallahassee, Florida. New Year's Eve 2020. For more information, visit hdchurchtallahassee.org. So you clean me up inside You thought I was to die 